Welcome back to Better Thinking. Today, I'm speaking with my brother, String, who's been working on you know, creating this podcast series basically from start to finish. And we were going to be discussing a 12-month review on what it was like from the first episode to, to now, you know, the, the takeaway learnings from all of our guests, some of the technical stuff that we've, uh, we've worked on as well. But unfortunately, today is, 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 has been really so much more blanketed by the topic of corona, um, coronavirus, COVID-19, and obviously the, the devastating it's, the effects it's having across the world. So we thought it's probably wiser to spend some, some time discussing this space and, and what it all means, what we can go out and do uh, as, as a community, as psychologists, um, as, as care providers, you know, as parents, as loved ones, um, because we're, we're certainly in unprecedented times and it, it looks like this epidemic is, is literally affecting everyone around the world. So, String, welcome to the show. Wow, you, you get me in all the positive episodes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, look, uh, uh, just to re reiterate, uh, there's been a lot of uh, co comments on Nesha's latest posts uh, on uh, social media, most, most notably on LinkedIn, and, uh, and I asked Nesh, hey, this is, this is the topic. Obviously, we don't want to belabor coronavirus, but uh, to discuss it affects on the on psychology as the industry and uh, in the mental health industry and i know we've had some some pretty interesting discussions and thought well let's put this out to let's put this out there it's a it's it's a fairly difficult topic i think to talk about because there's so many different layers and you know the i think the first layer number one is the, the devastation in terms of the health effects of Corona. There's, there's clearly people dying. Um, you know, they're, they're dying every day in, in, in unfortunately large numbers around the world. We're going out and seeing the infection rate is, you know, incredible. You know, I think a lot of us when, when Corona virus was first announced that it's an issue or it's even a thing, uh, we're very much dismissive of, of the whole, space and what does it mean it's like oh it's just a different version of the flu you know people uh, die from the flu each year it's not that bad but uh, unfortunately the the medical professionals who who really knew what they were talking about were, were were quite concerned from from the start and so it seems like there's been a delayed response because we just haven't simply known what what the effects are and it, it makes a lot of sense that we're a bit complacent you know that we're a bit um, you know, she'll be right attitude uh, versus taking it seriously and, and jumping on it immediately. And clearly even governments um, that you see what they've done, the, you know, at the moment uh, right across the world with shutting down countries, shutting down borders, you know, shutting down all businesses except essential services. Even they didn't jump on it very quickly because they didn't know themselves either. So it's a, it's a very, very hard space. But I think the first layer is everyone's health. You know, uh, the, the spread rate, you know, how incredibly dangerous coronavirus is, particularly to the elderly um, and, and, you know, unfortunately how, how many people it goes out and infects means that our hospital service, our health services just cannot cope and, and um, people don't un are effectively unable to get the treatment to 
give them a, a greater probability of survival. And so we see larger deaths in, in, in you know, countries where their hospital services are, are flooded. You know, that's layer yeah. number one. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and to probably go off on a little bit of a tangent from that, look, the, doc- the doctors are saying what, uh, what they're saying. They know best. We're, t- we're taking that advice. But what I want to do with this uh, episode, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to interfere here and just uh, sort of put it on track. I want to, what, we, what we've been discussing outside the recording, so in the last week, what impacts does this have in psychology? What does it have in the industry? We've seen it. We've seen it here in strategic psychology, and uh, and you've been getting messages. You've put that post out there. There's been, you know, uh, every industry is affected now. Uh, fortune, you know, you can say fortunately, uh, psychology in Australia is a part of allied health. It's considered a essential service right now, as we know the the government's been changing you know adding things to the uh you know to the shutdown list it seems every every few days they're they're scrambling as well um yeah so let's talk about psychology let's talk about mental health let's let's talk about how do you what happens yeah what happens if we are shut down i was speaking with anna my wife last night and and i she's going oh you know this is very different i said yeah but this is the beginning this sucks and this, this is the beginning of not seeing anyone, not seeing mm. you know, the grandparents and uh, uh, family and friends. Well, look, la- layer number two is in actual fact the economic uh, challenges that, that come from all of this. So government have responded uh, you know, as well as they humanly could. I'd, I'd certainly hate to be you know, the Prime Minister Scott Morrison at the moment um, and, and all the... All the um, states in terms of trying to make decisions because it's it just seems impossible whatever you do, whatever you decide um you know is a, is a loss scenario and the second layer i mean first layer is obviously health and well-being people people um uh, people surviving this number two is the economic side and obviously corona has meant that we've all had to go out and self-isolate stay indoors stay at home which has meant that businesses that businesses have had to shut down, and the domino effect occurs. So the, the moment that hospitality closes down, uh, you see huge job losses. You know, it places pressure on every other uh, job that supports hospitality, and 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 there's so many of them that are attached to that. Well, obviously, the the shutdowns have meant that. Other industries like cinemas have closed down, you know, pubs, clubs, uh, you know, museums, virtually everything has been you know, affected. Um, and psychology is one of those that also has a huge ripple effect on, on, its, um, on its clients, on, on its practices. Yes, psychology is still open. We're an essential service. So is you know, nursing and many other allied, allied health, you know, physio and the like. But the ripple effect still hurts psychology as a whole. And, and I know so many of my colleagues have reached out asking, you know, how are you going? How strategic psychology, you know, coping at the moment? You know, I've, I've, I've heard you know, colleagues talk about basically closing their doors, you know, shutting down their businesses, you know, trying to move across to, to telehealth and the struggles that they've experienced in telehealth that, you know, the uptake levels have been really low and poor. And so there's huge pressure 
on psychology. And to, to try and talk about this in a little bit more detail, you know, what we've seen in, in coronavirus has been a huge volume of, of uh, clients who have uh, become, I suppose, uh, concerned, afraid, scared, worried. You know, there's an increasing level of anxiety in, in, in their life. But that same anxiety is preventing them from coming into our practice and receiving the support that they were previously. You know, whether that's due to the uncertainty of, you know, they've lost a job and they can't go out and afford the service anymore, whether it's the uncertainty of, I don't want to go into a public place because I'm concerned that, you know, I could have, you know, infection, whether it's the concern of, I don't know how all of my life is going to unfold with places shutting down, which means I need to juggle kids in a different way or whether my partner's going to have any cuts in their, in their um, work as well. All these things, once we're in that fight or flight mode, because that's what we're all experiencing at the moment, where you know, it's a survival response, we start looking very insular. We start looking at ourselves. How can I protect me? How can I protect my family? And by doing that, we start shutting off the world. We start to withdraw. So many psychologists out there and, and, and obviously psych practices have experienced you know, uh, decreasing numbers of attendance, also decreasing numbers of uh, you know, future appointments being booked. You know, new referrals have certainly reduced as well. It's not affecting everyone exactly the same way, but it's placing a huge pressure on psychology as, as an industry as well. So yes, we're essential. However, we're also at, at, at threat as well. Interestingly though, psychology is the lucky ones, right? So we, we're, we're being left uh, uh, alone, so to speak. We're, we're the survivors. You know, government hasn't said you've got to close up shop. Certainly not yet. All the other businesses, and this is what saddens me so much, you know, tens of thousands of, 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 of Australians and people around the world have lost their jobs. Done. There's no income coming in. You know, it, it's finished. I think uh, uh, recent, recent report that, that Myers is going to shut down, uh, I'm not sure whether it's all or, or quite a number of their, of their premises and they're going to lose 10,000 jobs. That, 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 that's 10,000 families. So it doesn't just affect 10,000 people. It, it affects maybe 25,000 people. And what's the follow on, you know, the domino effect of that? We've seen massive cuts in, in other large industry, um, you know, airlines and, and, you know, big, big companies, huge, huge redundancies, huge cuts of hours. Um, you know, there's this huge effect. So psychology is the lucky one, you know, along with other allied health at the moment. But at the same time, we're, we're struggling to survive. And, yeah. and, and well, so, lucky, I'll just cut you off. Lucky to be part of allied health, considered an essential service. Yes. Uh, it just means we're not, psychology is not shut down. We're not saying, hey, you no. can't practice, but it's still bloody hard. You know, it's still uh, the the practicing is where uh, the clients, the, you know, what do you, I mean, we'll get onto it. What, what, what advice, uh, if you want to go onto that now, but you know, what, what advice are you, are you going to give to psychs to, to people working in mental health or people working in health? I, th- I imagine physios would be, would be hit even harder because 
as a physio, if it's manual movement, well, there's no touching. So, yeah, there's a allied health. It's it's good for psychologists because it's con- consulting your, your conversation. But any any of the allied health where it's physical, eh, I, I I think they may as well. It, it'll be the equivalent of saying, well, you don't have, you can't work anyway. Yeah, absolutely. Look, the, the I can't speak obviously on on the base of. Uh, physios what, what what they're experiencing but certainly from from psychologists and and being a, a a practice owner and you know psychologist myself we've got 20 staff here in the office and, and i know the pressure and strain it's put on everyone the uncertainty you know what the the advice uh, I, I i think is really about trying to balance first of all our our, our own mental health and well-being we have to remain in um, you know tip-top shape to continue being able to practice. You know, we we also have to make sure that we, you know, do social distancing, that we're washing our hands regularly, using hand sanitizer and the like. I'm not going to go through the whole list. We all know that, but I think we've got to be you know particularly careful about all of those items. But I think secondly is is being available for our clients and 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 that's that economic pressure that everyone's feeling at the moment how do you go out and sustain economic viability uh, so that we can continue to provide a service for the community i mean this is the time that the community needs us most part of the community's challenge is to come to us because they're uncertain as well and part of our challenge as psychologists is how do we remain open and viable so that when our clients need us they can go out and and uh, access us. So, really, as a as a industry, we need to buy time. We need to go out and figure out solutions, ways that we can stay operational, so that we can spend as much time uh, available before we have to go out and close our doors. You know, a lot of people are going to go out and talk about, you know, how about telehealth, and we'll, we'll, we'll discuss that, and I'll explain why I believe it's it's. Um, not a viable option, certainly not for many, uh, but it still is an option and, and it should, should still be used, but we'll talk about that later. Um, but we've got to stay open for as long as possible and that means it's going to be hard. We're, going to, we're all going to have to take a cut you know, naturally. If client numbers go down, we're going to have to take a cut. You know, expenses remain the same. They often do. You can't get out of leases. You know, all, all, all electricity and everything else that, that, that goes on to run a practice remains, you know. Loans have to still continue to be paid for whether it's, you know, fit outs or whether it's space, whatever it might be, they still have to go out and be paid. And sure, some things can be delayed and, and, and the like, and that's what we're trying to do to, to buy time so that we can stay available. So we've got to cut. Number one, cut as much as you possibly can, thinking about the long term. What we need to do is balance cutting, cutting costs, cutting expenses uh, with uh, longevity so that we can go out and and be available. So we're going to have to cut and at the same time do our best with revenue. You know, how do we go out and create revenue? My my best advice is I know so so many of us frantically panic as I have. Maybe not panic, but but we we, we certainly up the game. We we up the ante. We we start looking at solutions, control a whole lot more. Um, the thing that we can control, 
uh, best is the decisions that we make. And I know that there will be naturally a tendency to try and diversify. I think diversification at the moment is a, uh, for most, for the absolute last, uh, large majority, uh, is not a good idea. What do, what do you mean? What's diversification? What do you in terms of providing new services, more services, different services? Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, products, yeah. whatever I, it might be. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to interrupt here because, uh, as you said, you know, upping the upping the ante. I know what the last two weeks have been around here. I know you're you haven't slept a lot. And to timestamp this episode, we're recording now. It's it's a Saturday. It's March 28th, uh, and this morning. You've been in the office till since when? I got in about ten. Uh, yeah, about seven bit before. Yeah, in seven, and you you actually have a client, so you're booking clients on the weekends uh, to to get the pro- uh, practice through survival. And with the team, yeah, we, with the meeting that we had uh, on Tuesday, you you explained it quite well. This this is a time for the practice and for the industry to work out how do we so how do we survive because we don't know what the length what the length of time is here and uh, and go on to talk about uh what i want what i don't want to be skipped here is that post that you did on linkedin where you talked about the industry as a whole to help each other so it's not about it's not about the survival of strategic psychology i think uh look we're confident that what we have in place will go uh will will go through but as an industry, uh, you know, talk about whether you want to read that, whether you want to read that post, or uh, you know, elaborate on it. Because, because I think it's important that got the discussion going. I'll, I'll definitely go into that. The, uh, let me just finish up on that viability um, uh, comment. The reason why I'm saying diversification, uh, the viability of diversification, isn't isn't clever. When there's economic strain, there is an uptake on these things. You know, unless you're very very niched, uh, where a new market arises, it's kind of ridiculous to go out and do so. Um, and I think that in some sense, you know, falls into the hands of the, 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 the telehealth conversation, which we'll touch on a little bit later um, as to whether that, um, you know, makes sense. And it might make sense to, to, to some, it might not make sense to, to others. Um, but in terms of, you know, what we need to do as, a, as, as an industry, you know, uh, p- part of the balance that we have is our own, our own commitment to making this work. Uh, and I think strategic psychologists specifically will, will succeed in being able to, to do that. Um, but that's going to be through an incredible amount of, of effort and, and, and work. Um, we've got an amazing team here. Um, you know, most staff members have, have you know, immediately, uh, well, all staff members have, have, have jumped up and said, how can we help? What can we do? You know, how can we make ourselves more available you know, to the community? To, to, to the practice, uh, it's been really heart, heartwarming and I think we've, we've done an exceptional job. Um, I'm not sure how the rest of the industry is going to, to do this, but we need to support each other. You know, the, this is a time where as, a, as an industry, we need to educate the community you know, of a few things. Number one is that we are an essential service. What that means is that we're not going away. We are here, we're available for you, uh, you know, we're we're, we're trading as usual at our premises. You know, we're not moving anywhere. Nothing's changing for us other than we're going to take the government uh, recommendations of 
you know, hygiene and the like to, to go out and minimize, you know, spreading of COVID-19. So we are an essential service. That's such an important message. You know, no different to nurses, doctors, ambulance, you know, uh, police that, that, that need to, you know, uh, uh, continue to, to keep social order and the like. We are one of one of uh, of all of those, and in particular, you know, it's 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 the health industry that needs to remain alive, and that's why strategic. Sorry, that's why psychology uh, is is considered an essential service, and I'm 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 uh, uh, very pleased that that you know continues to be the case. So we've got to we've got to put that message out there. You know, number two is that availability. It, I know it's hard. Uh, practices are struggling with, with, with costs and, you know, when, when we have that, we've got to go out and reduce everything that we can. This is the time where psychology, I think, can stand up and shine, you know, put a hand up and say we're available, we'll make ourselves available. You know, I myself, you know, and, 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 and I'm not suggesting by any means anybody, everyone's got to do this. This is about each of us doing what we can. You know, we've got staff members who've got kids who can't go out and provide additional uh, time. We've got others with, with, with different circumstances. But myself, I, at the moment, you know, my, my consulting hours, um, this is the hours that I can see clients, are from 7 a.m. to 9 p.m. every single night, uh, Monday to Friday, and Saturdays from 7 till 5. Um, now, most of that time is still empty, uh, but I have to make that available so that clients can can be there. Now, truth be told, that time is empty, but it's full as ever. Um, you know, I'm doing uh, uh, more more hours than 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 um, you know I've probably done done so in the past in many many times. Um, but you know, the last few few weeks uh, or week at least in in particular, um, yeah, I'm not getting home till. 12.30, 1, 1.30 in the morning and, and then starting again, um, you know, often getting in at 6am so that, you know, I can get a little bit of work done before clients start coming in. Um, and that's not, that, that, that's nothing that um, uh, uh, is right nor wrong. It, 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 it's not something that, that, that needs, it needs to be um, promoted that everyone goes out and does. But this is how I respond to it. Um, you know, I think we've got to go out and, and, and send that message. So much of my time is, is spent working on sending out the message to the community that we are available. We're an essential service. Uh, psychology uh, is more than needed right now. This, this is where we get to um, you know, do our best work. This is when clients are most anxious. This is when clients' mental health is going to decline the most. Unfortunately, this is where we're going to see huge uh, grief and loss from not only people who are affected by this in, in the losses of loved ones, but we'll also see them the grief and loss of people's economic uh, uh, situation changing and, and, and the loss in that. You know, it's also the loss that, that people experience of their routine, you know, the, the normalcy, that we're all locked indoors, that we've lost our social connections, we're all withdrawn. It's huge loss and that's why psychology has this opportunity uh, to do an amazing job to say we're here come on in we can do this together you know, we're in the journey together uh, and in actual fact uh, you know we all know that there is going to be an end point it, it's how we are you know 
we're going to be defined by how we do it today, how we do it you know, tomorrow. The, this is when we do it uh, the best. And I think psychology has an incredible opportunity to stand up um, you know, along with our, our other allied health, <clears throat> excuse me, our other allied health providers um, and be there. You know, suicidality, unfortunately, I mean, I, mean, I, I don't know the data, but I'm, I'm, I'm afraid it might go up. You know, I, I think particularly a lot of men uh, who, um, you know, are connected to that economic side of, of, of things who are going to experience a lot of loss. I'm not suggesting that women won't, but uh, men in particular, I think they're going to have a hard time, you know, where they've built up, built, built up, you know, a, a, you know, towards a goal or something that they, they um, you know, hold dearly in and then that that's lost it's crushed it's you know it's fractured and and people are not going to take this well you know we've got mums and dads out there where one or both have lost a job you know that there's loss in that there's loss of identity there's there's loss of you know what we were hoping for our kids will get from their education and you know they're they're not at school in the same way you know we're now running online systems you know there's 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 so much hardship change uh, going on um and we 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 see i mean even when think about you know postnatal depression so much of that relates to the contextual changes that occur um you know it's not just a hormonal change it's you know losing your social network or a change in your social network it's your sleeping that goes out you know not to mention stress and you know how people's sleep is at the moment it's about your role changing, your identity. Uh, there, there, there's so many aspects. Well, in, in, in the same way, you know, COVID-19 is doing that. It, it, it's, all, it's giving us massive, massive change that, that it's really hard to adjust to. Uh, so psychology needs to go out and uh, uh, you know, be available where we can. You know, my way is let's get in there and, and, and put in extra hours. So you know, my time at the moment is occupied with, you know, a lot of social posts, you know, trying to send that message, speaking to my GPs, speaking to referrers, you know, reaching out to staff, seeing how, how they're going, you know, making sure that I, you know, do more touch points with friends, um, you know, m- making sure that the fundamentals, you know, we, you know, when we think about who and what's important are looked after. And so I, I think, and uh, us as an industry, as, as, as psychologists, as health providers, um, this is when we need to go out and do it, do it best. You know, self-care is going to be a big one. A lot of people have reached out to me and said, you know, Nash, look after yourself. Um, and this is how I look after myself. You know, if, it, if I wasn't doing these hours, I would, you know, I, I think I'd start feeling depressed, right? Because it would feel like I'm helpless, hopeless. Um, the fact that I can go out and try and do something, you know, I, I feel like I'm fighting Corona, right? This is my way, but this isn't everyone's way. So for, for me, it's going to do, it's going to be about a hundred plus hours uh, a week. I'm also fighting for other things. Obviously we have a practice here to, to try and maintain. We've got staff wages to, to try and maintain and, and their families. You know, we've got clients to look after. You know, uh, we, we, we've got our GPs that need us as well in terms of how they're going to support their clients. The, the, the follow-on effect, you know, the, the, 
the domino effect is immense. Uh, and so we all have to do it in our, in our own way and, and be mindful of how you do it for yourself. You know, this isn't about running yourself ragged so that you burn out. Um, but we all have different ways of how we burn out. You know, if I, if I don't do much, I'll probably burn out or, you know, at least the effects will be the same. I'll be depressed. And you've rearranged some stuff as well, because look, you're a, you're a dad, you've got Natalia, your wife, two little kids, and yes, yesterday it was, hey, I need to be in the practice doing work, you organised, come in. So your, your lunchtime was around that time, it was, it was time with the, with the family, because you're not getting it, you're not seeing them before, before work, you're not seeing them after, so they're asleep before you leave, <coughs> and they're asleep by the time you get back. So how you, and, and I'm thinking, I'm not, a, not being a psychologist, someone, another practice owner who's in a, in a similar position. What was the conversation like with, with Natalia? You know, what, how did you do it? What was the, yeah, how, do you, well, look, how are you managing it? What? That's probably the hardest spot. It's, um, being away from your family, it's the most. Mm. And um, for me, this isn't a choice. Uh, this is what I've signed up for. As a psychologist, uh, as a practice owner, as someone from the community, my own character, all ask me to do the same thing uh, and even <clears throat> even though it goes out and somewhat feels like it's in conflict with my family you know that family time that i want to be there you know I, I leave when it's dark i come home when it's dark um this can only happen if if you've got a supporting you know an incredible family and and you know in my instance uh, an incredible wife who basically is a is a sole parent at the moment um you know the conversation was a hard one because uh, my wife didn't really have a choice um it, it, it was more about this is what needs to happen um uh and you know i need you on my side at the moment um Natalia's incredible and, and great and she, she understood and, and, and got it. Um, she's probably more afraid of me, uh, you know, cracking, breaking down, um, you know, uh, uh, being tired and, and, and um, you know, my own health. Uh, I know that because every morning she brings me, you know, has fruit there available and gives me vitamins and stuff and, you know, tells me what, what I should do for extra, you know, germ protection and the like. Um, but without her to, to, to look after the kids, um, you know, these hundred hours, uh, you know, my, my, my control mechanism wouldn't be able to, to happen. Um, but it's a, it's a hard conversation because I'm kind of saying I'm not going to see my children for a long time. Um, you know, of course I'm going to see them and, and you know, I, I, I saw them yesterday um, first time in the week um, for an hour, and that was beautiful. Um, you know, but obviously, the kids had to come to the practice. I met them downstairs. Uh, we went, you know, to the to 
to the uh, little grass area and had a bit of a run around and you know played games uh, and that was lovely um you know it's just heartbreaking when they cry you know when you're leaving to go back upstairs uh, that's that's the human toll right um you know and i'm the lucky one that that's the crazy thing you know we're the fortunate ones we're the lucky ones you know we're 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 um uh, we're the ones that are you know doing better there's 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 the vulnerable who have already lost everything you know so this is a crazy world you know uh there's there's so much to think about and and that's what keeps me going you know that's as as hard and as emotional you can get and you get emotional when you don't sleep as well you know you start cracking and um you know feeling feeling all sorts of things um but then you look around and you just say how fortunate am i um you know how grateful am i uh, uh, all the all the most important things in life are still there you know at, at least you know lucky enough that coronavirus hasn't touched my family yet lucky to have incredible you know um immediate family you know wife and kids you know parents uh, yourself um uh, who are all supportive and you know we we're one big family and not not to mention you know my wife's uh, parents in laws um you know and her brothers as well you know they they're so supportive and understanding and and you know uh, we're all we're the lucky ones um yeah so many in, in the canberra community so many in the australian community and the world are going through hell at the moment um that helps i think that helps to 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 recognize that to notice that um you know to 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 pull out and have a l- little bit more of a macro perspective um yeah and if i'm the lucky one i need to be on the front line providing support providing mental health uh, support as much as possible because this is going to end it, it, this will pass and w- this will be a conversation as have the you know un- unfortunately it feels like the uh, bushfires conversation has, has died because it's it's gone you know and the truth is there's still many who are who are suffering you know from uh, from loss of life from loss of property from loss of you know livestock from loss of you know the environment yet it's gone you know and, and maybe they, maybe in some sense that's a good thing you know that that we can forget so that we're not bothered by you know so much misery and we can kind of look positively and optimistically in in the future um, at the same time i think we need to look back and remember to to be grateful uh, we've got to do this you know, together as a community and and this is why i'm posting so much about go out and, and look after each other support small businesses not because i'm a you know i run a small business but because this is how we're going to get by you know you know when when we see frontline workers let's go out and help them you know let's let's offer them a cup of tea a glass of water a, a coffee um encouragement whatever it is when we see our neighbor struggling or if they can't get out because they're elderly let's knock on the door and see if we can get them their groceries whatever it is i think this is the time that you know we have to look at look at it you know the, the incredible thing 
is, you know, the, the, this removal of borders. I know everyone's shut down their border, but in some sense, this epidemic sense there, this says there are no borders. We're all in the same, you know, boat. Um, that looks like it's sinking. It's not sinking, but uh, it's, it's riskier and riskier each day if we don't, you know, take some water out and start shoveling together. And we, we need everyone to do it at the same time, so it's buoyant. Yeah. The truth is we'll get through this. We're very buoyant. Yeah. Nothing's been able to wipe, wipe out, you know, humans. And this clearly isn't in close going to, you know, wipe out humans, not by any means, but it's going to go and kill a lot or it's going to harm a lot. It's, it's destructive um, like many things are, and, and, and this is something fairly unprecedented. Um, certainly doesn't uh, occur very often, and that's why, we, we can put all of our dis, uh, put all of our um, you know, differences aside. So, what what are your thoughts on? Uh, and I'll bring it back to psychology, the the industry, and then coming out of it and understanding that this is temporary. There are going to be a lot of there are going to be a lot of losses. Um, you mentioned telehealth. Maybe you can. We can do it on this episode, or if you want to do it on a separate one, because I know there's that's a whole topic on. Uh, uh, it could be a whole topic on its own. But where do you see what what do we do in the in this meantime? Apart from everyone does their everyone does their own thing. Do the best that you can. Uh, where does psychology in Australia come out from this? Look, my, my assessment of, of this situation is uh, pre-COVID-19, uh, uh, psychology was open as per normal, meaning we all have our um, uh, practices, we're all seeing clients, everything's, everything's you know, very standard uh, as, as we go. Corona has gone out and uh, brought about... A, a number of forces that have pushed clients away, I think there's going to be a rebound effect. I think the clients that are afraid, um, who are still trying to work out what do all these changes mean, I think there's going to be some rebound effect where they're going to go out and, and you know, re-engage, not only with psychology, but with, with other services as well. You know, our, our job during the coronavirus period is, is to stay uh, alive as long as possible or to be able to stay available you know maximize hours as much as possible uh, you know flexibility of being being um, there at times that maybe you previously haven't been you know, whatever it is to 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 keep that support level up and it, we clearly know that it's it's down at the moment um, i I hope that it goes out and and improves when it does improve we need to go out and also have that response where we can maybe make ourselves available uh, for those extras as well. Cause we don't know, you know, what, what tomorrow is going to, to um, uh, bring. You know, I think post post coronavirus or, or as, as we get to those later stages and, 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 you know, once, once we um, uh, come out of this, uh, I think, I think psychology is going to return to how it was. Uh, I think there'll be a much greater appreciation of how fragile the world is and how quickly we can all be in the same boat. Uh, I, I think 
that's going to be a uh, a beautiful side effect uh, that we all appreciate. You know, where it's, it's kind of like a leveler. You know, everyone's in that same space. I remember when I went to the the army in the first. Um, you know, one of the first things that they go out and do is they cut your hair off. So everyone walks in the barber and they immediately just pull out the, the clippers and just shave your head off right? or your hair off. Uh, and, you know, you look around and everyone looks the same. You don't know anyone. So you, you can't connect with anyone. You're all just by yourself. Um, but at least you look around and you say, we're all scared. We're all afraid. But we're all, um, we're all here. And so we'll, We'll help one another and, and the bonds that I've developed in, 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 in the army have stayed with me for a lifetime and I think psychology will, will remain the same but I think our bond will be much greater. You know, the, the, the way that we've come together, I think the leadership that we've seen from, you know, the APS in particular in speaking with government, in, in uh, looking at telehealth provisions, in widening uh, who can access the the telehealth service? All these different in, initiatives, you know, even previous to with the bushfires, uh, they they demonstrated that leadership as well. I think as a as a uh, industry, this unites us. You know, hardship always does. The the harder it is, the closer we get. And I can't think of anything that's that that that's harder than. You know, COVID-19. Uh, I, hope, I hope I never see anything harder in my lifetime. Um, you know, this, this global epidemic is, is you know, uh, you know mind-boggling. Um, so I think we're going to come out better. I think we're going to come out stronger. Uh, I, think, I think we will also appreciate uh, we need to be more agile as well with things like telehealth and how we go out and, and and think about those uh, because clearly there's been gaps that have been um, identified in this process. Um, yeah, that's another positive side effect that we can now see that we can fix. So there's going to be a lot of work to do after this, uh, but psychology is going to be you know strong, alive, and well. Uh, it's about getting through this process and then reviewing and seeing how can we make it you know stronger. But together, because we're all in hardship. I actually think we're going to bond. Well, I know we're going to bond more. All right. I think this is a good time, good time to wrap it up. And uh, regarding what you're mentioning about telehealth, you can do that in another episode. I'm conscious of time. You've, it's Saturday. You've got a client coming in shortly. <laughs> so, yeah, so yeah. let's wrap this up and uh, you can do another episode uh, on a specific topic. I might just quickly also say to to um, you know all my colleagues around in Australia who are you know struggling whether it's the business owners whether it's contractors whether it's employees whether it's those in schools and um, you know those, those in government you know hang in there guys and and reach out to each other we've got to be there for our colleagues we have to go out and and look after each other as human beings um, and 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 appreciate that. Uh, you know, this is also what we've trained for. This, this is um, a time for us uh, uh, to, to do our best work 
and to, to, to be there and available. And when we can't do that work, if we're not able to do that, this is sometimes also when we can be our, you know, uh, demonstrate our best selves, whether it's working with our family, uh, with our loved ones, you know, um, but yeah, please do reach out, um, you know, personally for, for me, reach out, whether it be on Facebook or whether it be on LinkedIn, I'm happy to, to, to chat with anyone. Um, you know, it's a hard time for all of us and, um, yeah, take care.